The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Watching all of this very closely this afternoon is the, our Global News Washington Bureau producer and correspondent, Reggie Giacchini. He joins us this afternoon. Reggie, where do we stand right now? How long will this vote take? So this vote is probably not going to wrap up any time uh, within the next 45 minutes. So we're looking at the top of the hour, possibly by the time we're able to get through the several hundred representatives that need to vote. Uh, there's already been one additional defection from the Republican Party. So that now puts eight. Uh, it doesn't lead to a lot of uh, confidence that the Senate would kind of break ranks enough to to convict President Trump when you only have eight out of, you know, 211 Republican lawmakers uh, falling out of line. All right. So uh, we know um, leading up to this, there was talk about invoking the 25th Amendment. It was a no-go. What happened there? Yeah, it was a no-go simply because Vice President Mike Pence said that it would further rip the country apart. He said that these were tender times uh, and said that it was simply not constitutional for him to do that. The problem here is it is constitutional. It's, it's you know, uh, the 25th Amendment, Section 4, says that if the vice president finds that the president is unfit for duty, he can strip the, the powers from Donald Trump. Uh, Democrats have called loudly to say that President Trump needs to bear responsibility and that the riots at the Capitol fall squarely at President Trump's feet. Mike Pence saw that differently, and whether it's because he simply wants to continue marching lockstep behind Donald Trump or he fears that this could potentially harm him if he has his own presidential aspirations, that's something that still has to be answered. Okay, so um, if um, the vote, uh, if he is impeached for the second time, what are we looking at for um, a trial? How soon could that happen? What is the, the what is the, the circumstances around that right now? Yeah, could and will are very different things right now. Mm-hmm. It could happen as early as Friday. Uh, the, House, the Senate, rather, isn't sitting until January 19th, and there are tools that Mitch McConnell has to be able to reconvene the Senate in times of an emergency, but he does not really seem to want to do it. His office is pushing back on any intent of doing that, meaning that we could see a trial start up not likely until the afternoon of January 20th, hours after Mm. President Biden will have been sworn in. And this, again, eats into the time that Joe Biden would need in the Senate. So it could happen Friday. It also could happen next week. Reggie Cicchini joining us this afternoon from Washington. Uh, Reggie, if uh, President Trump is found guilty on this second charge, what does that mean for him in the future? What does that not allow him to do? Well, look, there's a couple of things that this means for in the future. Number one, if you look beyond politics, being found, uh, you know, uh, or at least, you know, having an impeachment come against him again for a second time sure is going to be a stain in the history books. But this is also going to be a huge problem for the president's brand. Uh, This may come back to negatively impact President Trump and his family outside of politics. That is one avenue that this could go down. Uh, Number two, if he's found guilty in the Senate, if they opt to convict him, which, again, it's hard to see how that happens. But if it were to happen, uh, they could easily pass a simple majority vote of 50 plus one to bar President Trump from ever holding a federal office again. It means he could hold a state office, but it would get in the way of any presidential aspirations that he holds in the future. 
All right. Uh, the, the the members, the, the eight Republicans who have uh, broken away from the party, the ones that we touched on earlier, uh, speaking out uh, against Trump. What does that say about the party right now? Are they really PO'd at the president for, for what happened? Or do you think that they're saving their butt? They're covering their own uh, behinds and maybe, um, you know, uh, trying to, to move forward with possibly whatever happens next for them in, in politics? Yeah, look, fear is playing uh, huge into whether Republicans are voting for or against impeachment right now. And those that are voting against President Trump uh, are not a part of those, you know, Trump-heavy Republicans that have really okay. been acting to subvert American democracy and go after election integrity. These are the ones who voted to not object to the election results uh, uh, for the Electoral College. These are Republicans who stand in a position of saying, look, the Constitution is what I owe a loyalty to, not the president and not my party. The vast majority of Republicans in the House, they use their debates today to air grievances, to push back on things like the Russia investigation, to push back uh, on things like the way that they say Democrats treated President Trump. And that is potentially because they're fearful of President Trump's base. Obviously, threats were made against lawmakers during the riots last week, but obviously there's still a potential here that President Trump could control the strings of the party uh, and and turn against anybody uh, who voted against him. So fear really does play a heavy hand here. Reggie, what are we learning about uh, the riot uh, one week ago and the organization of it? Well, look, I mean, the organization is still under investigation from the Department of Justice and from U.S. prosecutors. They're trying to figure out whether there was uh, any kind of financial backing to any of these people. Uh, but I think what's, what the investigations are also looking at are where may this have been going inside the Capitol building? Were there lawmakers that may have been aware of what was going on? We're hearing uh, from some investigators that some lawmakers may have been offering tours to people in the days leading up to the riots. And then, you know, coincidentally, some of these rioters were able to find their way through the you know intricate labyrinth of tunnels that exist through the Capitol building. That's a part of this investigation. Some of the other charges that we're expecting, though, are linked to conspiracy. They're linked to sedition. These are huge yeah. federal charges that will land you know big jail time to somebody that's convicted of them. But this is going to be something arduous that's months and months uh, in the making to try and get through everybody they're trying to find who are a part of the riot. Reggie, tell us about the security on on Capitol Hill today. We've we've seen some pretty um, you know amazing pictures on social media about what it uh, what has looked like over overnight and and through the day today. Yeah, look, there are National Guard's troops inside the U.S. Capitol right now, and they're armed, and that hasn't happened since the Civil War. Uh, that's the last time we saw this kind of number of armed troops standing inside the U.S. Capitol. The number of National Guard's troops in D.C. alone is on the excess of 20,000. Uh, you know, that's seven or eight times the number of armed troops that are on the ground in Afghanistan and Iraq combined. It shows where they think uh, that there is a threat. There's a beefed-up security presence all over Washington. There are non-scalable fences that have been put up around a significant number of federal buildings, including the Supreme Court, including the White House. But even outside of Washington, these threats that are coming from from the FBI, uh, from these bulletins, uh, are, are for all 50 states. There is a serious fear here that there could be something that happens between now and the inauguration. Yeah, so let's talk about the inauguration. Um, one week today, Joe Biden becomes president of the, of the United States. Uh, are we going to see even more of a step up? What is the talk around that right now as as Washington prepares to, uh, to welcome Joe Biden? Or I'm not sure welcome, but uh, have Joe Biden become president? 
Yeah, look, there was a, a kind of a, a briefing today for President-elect Biden and for Vice President-elect Kamala Harris from the Secret Service, for members of law enforcement agencies, to give them an idea as to what's going to go on. Uh, but this is, look, it's, it's stepped-up uh, law enforcement is a, is a typical thing that we see whenever yeah. inauguration takes place. Obviously, the threat... Uh, and everything that we're hearing from the FBI uh, means that things are, are stepped up even more so. But uh, President-elect Biden does not intend to hide away from this. He does not intend to take this oath inside. He wants to stand on the steps. He wants to carry on in the footsteps of those who have come before him uh, and show that the presidency and Congress and democracy is going to be stronger uh, than the threats of violence that have really been circulating for the last several weeks. He's really trying to show that he and the Democrats and those Republicans that are on his side can overcome the obstacles that have been thrown in his way. All right, uh, you, you just talked about about that. Has he has uh, the vice president elect uh, said anything? Or I'm, I'm sorry, the president elect said anything about what is going on with the impeachment? Has he made any comment on that? He's really tried to steer clear from this, uh, potentially fearing that it could just add to the fuel. Uh, and that fire that's burning within the Trump base. He did say that if the trial does come to the Senate during his administration, finding out if there's a way that he could essentially, uh, you know, split the time with the Senate working on the impeachment at some hours of the day and the agenda for the administration at other hours. It's hard to see how that happens uh, because an impeachment trial really does supersede all of the work. But this is also a man who spent a significant number of years in the Senate. So he understands uh, the rules and how things operate. So this could be something that works uh, in his favor. But for the most part, he's really been trying to stay out of this right now, leaving this to President Trump to try and clean up. And we should point out there was a statement out from President Trump earlier today calling on his supporters to not carry out any violence. And that comes at the request of aides to the president who say if he doesn't denounce this, he opens himself up to potential legal challenges going forward. All right, Reggie Cicchini joining us this afternoon. Thanks for uh, for the update, Reggie, and thanks for all your hard work on this. Appreciate it. That is.